You are listening to Let's Talk Shop, produced by Smackna and hosted by Angie Simon. Let's Talk Shop is an ongoing podcast series where sheet metal contractors discuss important topics and trends related to their business. And now, Angie Simon. Hi, everyone. This is Angie Simon, president of Western Allied Mechanical and president-elect of National SmackDown. Today, our topic is peer groups, and I am honored to be joined by Jack Knox, president of RF Knox, and Matt Kramer, president of D. Kramer. Thank you guys so much for joining me. Absolutely. Glad to be here. Exciting. All right. Well, listen, I, the reason we, we want to talk is I, Western Allied, my company, is part of the peer group with you two. But actually, we just joined in the last 10 years. This peer group's been going on for how long, Matt? Uh, original letters went out, I believe, in 1989. And the first meeting was sometime in 1990. Uh, my father uh, helped uh, kind of get the thing going, or our group going, through relationships within SMACNA. Uh, with Jerry Hermanson, Jack's father, Fred, um, uh, the bottom faces from Bondland and, and, a, and a few other companies um, is just to get going. And, and what was their original desire? Why did they decide they wanted to be in a peer group? It started, my understanding is it started because my dad and Jerry Hermanson were friends, struck up a relationship through SMACNA, and the two of them uh, started kind of comparing financial statements and saying, well, uh, you know, would you be willing to share this? And because uh, they weren't they weren't competitors, obviously, Hermanson in Seattle and, and us in Michigan. And so they started to just share some financial information back and forth. And then the two of them were basically like, look, if, if the two of us can do this and can benefit, what if we got other people that we didn't compete against? And then we could maybe share more than just financials and be able to share something from one another. So the nature of the, con- the construction business is that every contractor holds everything very close to the best. And uh, this kind of turned that upside down, if you will, uh, and, and basically brought in the idea that, that sharing is better. Right. Okay. And Jack, so you guys joined the peer group pretty close to the beginning of the peer group. Yeah. Yeah. My father started in roughly 1991. Um, again, went to Bonham for the first peer critique, and then I got involved in 95 when I came into the business. Okay. Well, and when, when you say peer critique, what is it that, that we do? I mean, I, I, we're actually here together doing one right now at RF Mox. Yeah, it's such a fun time. It is. Can you share with everybody about what we do with these? Yeah, things? yeah. So we put together two days of, of interviews. You interview our key people um, from project managers, estimators, foremen, uh, key management. You spend two days interviewing learning all about our business from beginning to end. Um, and then the last night, you guys will stay up and, and you'll present a SWOT, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats. Uh, you'll give me comments, feedback on what you like, what you didn't like. Um, and then the next morning, you'll meet with me and um, present what you found. Make some recommendations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I've been through a number of these now, probably, uh, I don't know, a handful, 10, 15 of these, I think I've taken away more than I've given most of the time. I've learned more about great ways to do things or unique ways to do things that my company's not using when I, when I attend one of these. So as much as we're coming here to help you, I think that we, we learn a lot from them as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, as a single owner, I depend on the peer group. 
as a sounding board, as, as my board of directors. Okay. So um, the, the peer group is very valuable to me, not only just from a business standpoint, but the relationships that we have formed outside of business is priceless. So you've been involved since 95 after you with yes, your dad. And what about you, Matt? What year did you start getting involved? Uh, I got involved, I think my first peer review was in 1994. I joined our company in September of 1993. And in 1994, I attended the first peer review at that point in time. When, when I started in the peer review, as Jack mentioned, we were basically doing two peer reviews per year. So uh, you would, uh, so we were scheduled out. It, it was about a four-year cycle uh, to come back to your company, and, and that was kind of it. Um, I'm not sure, Jack, when we started the owner summit, um, but it, it, at least twelve, at least twelve years ago, at least, yeah. Um, yeah. And what we decided with our owner summit is we thought that we wanted an opportunity outside of just the peer reviews to get together to talk about industry objectives, uh, challenges, where our industry was going, um, technology, best practices. And so we started the peer summit and then out of the owner summit and then out of the owner summit, then we started doing these peer summits where we'll get, for instance, we just had estimating and CAD peer summits uh, last month um, and uh, went to St. Louis and every company sent a certain number of people and we had our uh, our CAD people and our estimating people together presenting kind of their best practices with each company and then sharing takeaways on uh, things that, that, that can be done better and then next week Knox is actually hosting our shop superintendents uh, here so um in my opinion, that really ratcheted our group to the next level. I mean, it's, it's, it's great to do peer reviews. And as you said, Angie, I get something out of every peer review I go to. And, and, and the peer reviews that are done at DeKramer have been very beneficial to me. But that really, I think, really ratcheted our group up because yeah. we started involving people outside of the principles. Yeah. And, and, and um, they started establishing relationships inside the peer group so they could call somebody and say, I need some help with this um, and, and that sort of thing. So well, I think that was really good. And for just us. like today, I interviewed your new safety director. So Knox has got a safety director that started in January. I mean, he's part of an officer for that, but he's starting in safety. And I would love him to speak with my safety director because we probably have a lot of the things that he yeah. would uh, could benefit from. He doesn't have to recreate something. We are happy to share it with him because... And that learning process happens a lot faster. Yes. When they're able to share best practices, ideas. So yeah, it's we have valuable. we have regular accounting phone calls every other month. Our accounting groups all talk. Our safety group talks every couple months. Um, our our estimating and CAD groups are doing that same thing. Um, I mean, it, it seems like they once they people within our company started learning about that they could learn from other people. I think it really took off. You're right about that. Yeah, the peer critiques to me are like going to a doctor visit. <laughs> you got to get a checkup, right? And it happens every four years. But we are, we're, we're really seeing the fruit of the peer group is in these summits. Again, getting those leaders together in different areas of your business and improving on best practices. Well, for me too, um, the financial deep dive we do during the owner summit. So right when, uh, I think about the time we came on board, we suggested let's put a spreadsheet together and add yeah. a bunch of financial information and really, really cross each other and challenge each other on metrics and such as productivity per per man hour or any, any of the type of metrics you'd look at, your R score, et cetera. And 
I think I learned as an owner how to look better at my financial statement. You guys pointed out, hey, you should be looking at this. Hey, Western Allen, your day's receivable is longer than it should be. Um, so then the next time, a year later, I was challenged to say, let me see if I can get that better so you guys don't pick on me again about that. So, I mean, that's that helped me as an owner an awful lot. Yeah. And it's also good just from a little bit of a competitive standpoint. Yeah. We're all competitive. We all want to win. So having that, that uh, check mark, that financial check mark is... Good. How do you deal with the competitiveness in regards to, or like, if you're, you don't, you don't want to share this with your competition. So is an agreement, the agreement about not competing with each other? Yeah, that, that, that actually is the only core value that started with this group is that I, I take it back. There were two. Number one, we can't be in competition with one another. And number two, the stock basically needs to be held privately. And there have been situations where people in the peer group either sold out or got bought out by people who have branches in areas that compete and um, they've stepped out, willingly stepped out of the group because they understand that those were kind of the rules that we're under. Um, I am so willing to help out um, Jack, for example, um, to help him in any way, shape or form, uh, give him information, everything else. But if Jack now gets purchased by somebody who has a branch in Michigan, um, I, I, don't want help, I don't want to help them out anymore. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't want to help my competitors get better. So we really come up with uh, some other core values that, that, that our group wants to share uh, and, and that we're all committed to. One is that we all want to be technology drivers. Um, the people, the companies that are in this peer group are really pushing the edge on technology as far as our industry is concerned. Uh, number two, that we care for each other. And that might sound corny, but the reality is uh, Jack and I were talking about it last night. Um, you know, there's been situations over the years where different companies have been through recessionary periods and had very difficult times. And at those times, if they make a call to the peer group, we're going to do whatever we need to do to help out. Um, and, uh, and, and to do that, you've kind of got to have sympathy for the position that that person is in. And you've really got to put them in front of your own interests um, at times. Uh, you know, we've uh, helped out different companies with CAD resources at times. Uh, and so we share certain things from that standpoint. Um, so, um, you know, those are some of the core values that, that, that we really uh, keep important within our group. And, and, and I will say, yes, we get a lot of things out of reviews. Yes, we get a lot of things out of peer summits. But Jack mentioned earlier, the relationships that, that I've built within this group um, is, is extremely important. It's more than just a group of people to share information with. Well, and now you guys have both been through transitions within the peer group as well. Both your dad started the peer group, and now you've transitioned to you as the next generation. Um, I at Western Ally, you know, there will be a transition happening eventually. So my future next president, I love that he started to come to the peer group things, and I look for him to be able to build relationships with you guys as well. Um, I think that, it, like you said, that is a very important part of what we do. Yeah, in the peer group. we got several companies that. that the company's been passed down to the third generation. We're a fourth generation company. I've got um, three kids. Hopefully we get to pass it down to the fifth. And hopefully the peer group will be a part of that. Well, and, and I can assure you that uh, when, um, when my father chose to sell our business to my brother and I, I guarantee you that he had conversations with Jerry Hermanson, who had previously sold uh, to Rick and his ownership group. And, 
Dean Stewart, who had previously sold uh, to, 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 to Bill and Kelly out at HPE. So I guarantee you, they were talking, we were talking, I know, because when it came out, time for, for, for Jack to step up and, 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 and he and his father were talking about it. Jack called me and said, hey, you know, so we were comparing notes. And I'm sure the dads were comparing notes too. Yeah. Um, but that's okay, right? I mean, yeah. it's, it's good. And, and it's, um, there are, you know, fewer than 10% of family businesses or at least businesses, construction companies make it to um, the second and the third generation and the fourth generation is even, even lower. Yeah, yeah. 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 exactly. So, um, so I, I'd like to think that the peer group has a little bit of something uh, to do with, with, with our company's success and, and allowing us to get where we are today. Um, but, um, you know, it's not everything, but it definitely helps. Yeah. Now, I think back to, I think it was 97 when you guys were here. It might have been 99. Um, I was four years into the company. And at times, there can be a lot of tough love in the beer group. Mm-hmm. You know, constructive criticism is tough, but it's necessary and needed. Mm-hmm. And I think back then, Matt, we talked about it last night, you guys presented three options to my dad at that mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. One was get Jack on the fast track, get him involved in the business, sell the company, or close the doors. So and at that time, that's a... That's three pretty heavy options. And I was four years in, out of college, you know. And to your dad's credit, he actually listened to the peer group and puts you on the fast track. Right. Right? Yeah. So well, that's a good thing or bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> You're still going, Jack. You're still going. We'll let you know tomorrow. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll, we'll definitely we'll let you know tomorrow. <laughs> well, I know from, um, we, we have a variety of different companies. We've got Hermanson up in Seattle who has grown very large. But... And, and we have some, we have four full mechanicals and we have four sheet metal only. Um, so it doesn't mean that you have to do everything the same. I mean, being that mechanicals, it's actually really good for everybody. The, the mix of mechanicals and sheet metal is fine. Um, Size-wise, it's usually probably a good idea to be some similar sizes or a range. But I think as Hermanson grows bigger too, they still get some benefit from us as a peer group, I think. Sure. Um, and what other guidelines, if there was a company out there thinking about starting a peer group, what would you suggest? Any guidelines you'd suggest? I know that there are other peer groups within SMAC. I know MCA has some peer groups. And to the best of my knowledge, I don't think any of the peer groups that I'm aware of uh, are probably as in-depth as some of the stuff that we do. Um, and I think one of the things, going back to what Jack said, I think one of the things that allows us to be brutally honest at times is because we do care for each other and have a lot of respect for one another. And it's not just that you're coming to a meeting and sharing a bunch of paper. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, well, so a lot of emotion. Yeah, there's a lot of emotion. So I, I would just say, I mean, I, I can tell you that I've taken phone calls over the years to try and join our peer group or companies that were looking to join peer groups and I would just say the first thing that you have to do is, I, you know, I think SmackNet is, is the conduit to all this. Um, I would tell people to um, get involved at SmackNet, get involved um, either on a committee or a task force or something along those lines where you can meet some people who aren't in your market. When you do that, then usually you can establish a relationship with somebody. If it's somebody that you think you, you, you can click with, um, even, and I'll tell you the size thing, Angie, I think is important, but it's not ultra important because like I'll use Jack's company, for example. I mean, Jack, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, 12 years ago, you were doing what? $20 million? 17. 17. Yeah. And this year you're going to do? 65. 65. So, um, uh, you know, and, and so 
you know, size-wise, there's a huge difference between those two. But the reality is, yeah, your company's changed, it's grown and everything else. But the reality is you're still a sheet metal contractor and you're doing a lot of the same things you were doing at 12. So clearly someone who's doing 100 million isn't going to want to be in a peer group with somebody doing three. So that's where the, you know, the size matters when you're on huge gaps. But if you're talking about a sheet metal contractor doing, uh, doing 20 million, and a full mechanical that does 50, I would argue you have that more, you might have more sheet metal hours. Than I that we might get more sheet metal hours. So you got to be careful yeah. kind of on volume. And so I think the first hurdle, in my opinion, would be somebody that you, you, you like, you know personally, and that would be willing to be open with you. And then from there, then you can kind of start talking about some things and, and, and it could grow from there. And trust me, you know, we've been, we've been doing this for a while. Yeah. Um, you know, you can't get into year three and be as in depth as some of the stuff that we're doing now. Uh, it, it, it does take some time. Well, we were we were lucky in that I was involved in SMACTA and I would made, made some contacts. And when you guys happened to lose a California peer group member, um, we were able to interview. And now I see why you interviewed. Though you need to interview to make sure somebody's gonna the, the, the personality as well as the culture of the, of the company and of their morals, etc., are gonna fit within your peer group. And we were uh, we were really lucky to get involved. I, I appreciated that. It is that, Angie. But the, the the purpose of those interviews, yes, is that for sure. That that that's 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 the baseline hurdle, right? Um, but I'll be honest with you, the other people that we interviewed um, were had already passed that test too. To be honest, right? So even to get in front of us at that, really, you and both probably at least the company we interviewed both had passed that piece. Um, and you know, at that point in time, then. Really, it's it's what does your company bring to the table? And, and in your case, for example, um, you know, you guys are are a lot different than the rest of us, to be perfectly frank. In fact, I would almost say a square peg in a round hole with the way your ownership structure is set up and how you sell work and, and do things like that. But you know, you are almost a hundred percent design build contractor, and that was attractive to us. Um, your engineering was super, super strong. Um, service. Uh, service was very, 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 very robust and strong. And those are things that were really important for us at the time because there, I, I don't want to say there were gaps because Hermanson was doing a lot. And I mean, you know, but, but uh, it, it, it really fit well for us within our, with, within our group. So not only do we care about who you are and, but we care about what you're bringing to the table. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What we can do for you. Abs- absolutely. Yeah. 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 You know, um, the one thing I will say is that I th- at first I thought, what are we going to learn from a sheet metal only contract? But what I learned really quickly was, uh, as a mechanical contractor, we have a lot more cushion in regards to equipment and uh, percentages. We can mark things up. We don't have to be quite as productive on the labor side because we have extra. We buy the equipment, for example. When you're sheet metal only, you don't buy the equipment. You're all labor. So you you yeah. guys know how to track labor. You need to be more productive. And I we have, we've learned a ton from that. Yeah, I say this all the time, but when you're sixty percent, when sixty percent of your cost is labor, you better focus on how to be good. Yeah, how to be good. How to be good in the shop. How to be good in the field. Because um, you don't have a lot of cushion to fall back on. Right. Well, I, I will say that um, it's been an excellent thing for us, and we really enjoyed being part of this peer group. Um, I don't think people should be afraid to try to set up something like that. It just it takes a big commitment. You guys made us commit when I when we stepped up. You looked at me and you said. If you're going to be the principal involved in the peer group, you've got to commit to me that you're going to be involved in full in for five years. And full in means a lot of work, but yeah. it's yeah. been so worth it. Yeah, it has been. 
So any last nuggets you can give uh, about peer groups that you would tell somebody to, to look at, to go for? I, you know, I, I would just say what Jack said earlier. I look at this group as my outside board of directors. My, my brother Rich is, is, is my partner, but um, I look to this group uh, to really uh, be open and honest and, and, and give us the, the, the feedback that we need. If I need support on something or I need help or I'm involved in a project that's, um, that's challenging in one way, shape, or form, this is the first group that I go to in a minute. Uh, and and we've gotten a lot out of it. Um, my grandpa used to say all the time, you you you, you get more than you give, um, but you have to be willing to give too. And so um, I think that's probably a hurdle that a lot of people say. Well, I don't know about a peer group because people are going to be looking at my stuff and telling me what to do. And you know, I don't know if I want to go to other places. And I'm busy. I got a lot of responsibility in my own company. And and I, and I would just say, you know, you're going to get a heck of a lot more yeah. than you give. Yeah. So definitely start by building relationships. Be willing to be vulnerable. Yeah. Be open. You, you got to grow. You got to be open, honest. Uh, it's an open book. Yeah. So you got to be willing to um, to do that. Yeah. Put yourself out. Don't be afraid. Right. Yeah. That's right. All right. Well, thank you guys very much for this, and um, I look forward to presenting tomorrow night, Jack, your, or tomorrow morning your results. Oh, I can't wait. Working I'm on those tonight. Super excited. Can't you tell? <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone. Let's Talk Shop is brought to you by SMACNA, the Sheet Metal and Air Conditioning Contractors National Association. For more information, visit smacna.org.